Welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Beaumont, Texas. For more information about Church on the Rock and Ron Hammonds Ministries, visit cotr.com. Step 28, something you've already been working on and we need to work on it a little more just to master it in our lives. It's an attribute of God, something we see God doing and something that figured in to what Joseph was doing. It is this element, step number 28, persistence. It's the ability to remain constant under pressure. That when things are not coming to as quick a fruition as we had hoped, when things are not concluding as we may have imagined, it's that element of life that keeps us in the game. It keeps us keeping on. It keeps us you know, active and engaged and continuing to give God as much time to work as He needs. In fact, God is a persistent God. God is continuing to work with us and work on us and work through us. He just keeps on keeping on. This is one of the things the Apostle Paul had mastered in his life. You know, the Apostle Paul encountered a lot of hurdles, a lot of problems, a lot of tests and trials and tribulations. But the Apostle Paul said at the end of his life, I have run my race. You know, I, 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 I have, I've completed, I've finished my course, you know. I ran the race, I finished the course, and I kept the faith. I just kept on keeping on. I stayed in the game until the game was over. And that's what we find Joseph doing. Joseph stayed in the game. He was in the game for a long time, and he just kept on chipping away at it. He just kept on remaining constant under pressure. He kept on moving forward. He just kept on keeping on. Don't quit. Don't draw back, don't slow down, because that persistence will make a difference. James said this in the book of James. You can read about it in chapter 3 of James in verse 4. He talks about a rudder on a mighty ship. The rudder is just a little, just a little piece of material on a big, mighty ship. And even though the winds may be contrary, and even though the waves may be pushing you a different direction, nonetheless, when you turn that little rudder on that great big ship, if you'll just keep it there, if you'll just remain constant, even though the pressure is pushing against you, if you'll just hold that rudder over there, it may not look like it to begin with, but soon you will see that big old ship begin to cut and begin to turn and pretty soon it'll be on a new course and you can straighten that rudder out and away you go. That's what James was saying our tongue is like. And that's exactly what it is. When we say our confessions together, what are we doing? We are holding, we're being consistent, even under the pressures of life and even despite the disappointments, the hurdles, the problems, the things that come to say it's not going to happen. You know, those contrary winds, the things that Joseph was experiencing, he just kept on keeping on. He stayed in the game. He just was constant under pressure. You know, at 17, he had a dream. He told his brothers, you know, that and, uh, you're going to bow down to me is what the dream said. And they got angry at him. He had a second dream. Not only his brothers, but also his parents bowed down to him. He told them that and he got rebuked for it. And later on, the brothers, in seeing him coming toward them, walking to him, uh, they said, here comes this dreamer. You know, uh, wow. 
Well, to them, that was something derogatory. But in actuality, it would save their life one day because Joseph was a dreamer, because he saw a better day. He saw into the future. He had hope. He was carrying a dream of God around with him. And even though others didn't think much of him, God thought a lot of him. And Joseph had to keep that dream alive. Even through uh, the days in Potiphar's house and being lied about and being cast into prison and then being forgotten by that, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the one cupbearer of Pharaoh. For two years, Joseph just remained constant under pressure. He was persistent. He was hammering away, chipping away at his own heart, his own life, at his own shortcomings. He was continuing to let God work in his life and he was remaining true to course. It ends up that, of course, his brothers come and bow down, but only 10 of them bow down. He sends nine of them home. You know, we've been taking these steps together. And he keeps one of them there in prison with him. And sure enough, you know, the next year they come back. When they run out of food and grain, they had to argue with their father, you've got to let Benjamin go with us. If we don't go, we're going to starve. And, and, and Jacob said, no, I can't let Benjamin go. I've lost one of my sons. I don't want to lose the other one. And they said, come on, dad, look, and Judah said, I'll stand good for him. You know, listen, you, 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 can, you, know, you can take my life, you know, uh, if, if I don't bring him back. Well, he goes down and Joseph sees all of his brothers bowing before him, an answer to the dream. And Joseph's heart is broken. It's the first time he's seen his brother, Benjamin. He gives them the grain and again, being very strategic, thinking ahead, you know, uh, letting God give him, you know, um, uh, intuition, letting God give him discernment, wisdom, what to do, keeping in, 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 in accordance with the plan, with the dream. He puts, Joseph puts his own cup in the very top of Benjamin's sack of grain. They start back home. Everything looks okay until the Egyptian soldiers show up. And they say, someone has stolen our master's golden cup. It's not any of us, they said. And they said, well, we're going to search your sacks. And, and so the brothers, knowing that they were innocent, they said, you know, go ahead. But if you find the cup with us, we're honest people. You find the cup with us, well, you can, you know, uh, you know, take us back as slaves. And they said, no, only the one in whose sack we find the cup will be our slave. And wouldn't you know it? Just according to the strategic plan, Storing the purpose, they found that cup. They took Benjamin back. Of course, all of them went. You know, it, uh, uh, what a story. What a story. Look in, in the 44th chapter of the book of Genesis, in chapter 37. But he said, Far be it from me that I should do so. You know, all the brothers were saying, Just keep us. Keep us all. You can't send us back to our dad. Our dad has been so sad. You know, with, with Benjamin not coming home, you know, he would just die. Just keep us all. He said, no, far be it from me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Far be it from me that I should do so. The man in whose hand the cup was found, he shall be my slave. And as for you, go up in peace to your father. Just go on and go home. Wow. Joseph was playing the game right to the end. 
because there were some things that God was still doing. And only God knows when other men's hearts are prepared. Only God knows when it's ready, when, 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 when it's time to share the whole truth with everyone. Only God knows. You remember, we have to make sure that, that we communicate properly, but we communicate in the timing of God. We don't want to just open up our mouth and tell everything we know. We don't want that, that uh, you know, seed of God's purpose to open up at the wrong time, the wrong season, in the wrong place. God was preparing their hearts. And Joseph was being patient, but he was also being persistent. Just exactly like Galatians 6, 9 tells us. In Galatians 6, 9, it tells us that if we are patient, in due season we will reap if we do not faint. Exactly what the book tells us uh, 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 in, in the book of, of Luke, uh, that how important it is that we remain constant under pressure. It's so important. Listen, be persistent. Be constant. Be like that woman who went to that judge and she just kept on asking. She was persistent. Okay, He didn't regard man, but he... You know, her continual coming, her persistence was going to wear him down. Oh, persistence. Okay? When you know you've got God's will and God's word, you can continue to keep, you know, just you can have faith to keep on going. Our confession today. Through Jesus my Lord, I'm more than a conqueror. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of God. My spiritual eyes are being opened so that I can understand my calling, the wealth of my inheritance, and the kingdom power available to me. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. No unclean or impure thought can captivate my mind. No sickness or disease has a right to my body. No unholy spirit can seduce or deceive me. The Word of God is my meditation and my answer. I commit myself to God, and I'm not going to stop. He causes my thoughts to become agreeable with his thoughts. Because of this, everything I put my hand to will prosper. I just got to keep on keeping on. Be persistent. Why? Because God has a plan. He will succeed and I am going to participate. And I'm going to be consistent and persistent in my pursuit of God's will.